prostitution, the world's oldest profession. Illegal in most places in the world, and, like all things related to sex, a taboo subject we rarely discuss. But, in the rural counties of Nevada, where the West is still wild, pay for play is legal. My name is Jim, and for the last 20 years I've been a customer of the legal brothel system in Nevada. From its lavish high-end resort properties, to its small shacks in the middle of nowhere, from its connections to other arms of the sex industry, to the secrets it keeps from the public. I've seen it all, done most of it, and now I'm going to share it all with you. Join my friend Larry and I as we take you Behind the Red Light. Hello again, our fine feathered friends. If they, if you have feathers, uh, some of you might have fur. Might so be in a costume. Might be in a costume. Uh, you never know listening to this show. This is true. I mean, you know, just as long as you're not hurting anybody or yourself. And we are good with that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Behind the Red Light. I am Larry. I am sitting here with Jim. Mm-hmm. And we are here with the same fodder all nonsense and tomfoolery that you expect from our show. Absolutely. We've had a lot of that lately. We've had, well, we're we're starting to find our voice. We're starting to get our footing with the show, uh, the, the yeah, pattern. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the honeymoon is over. Yeah, the honeymoon is over. Now we're getting into the deep, th- <laughs> deep end of the pool. Yes, Actually, absolutely. the honeymoon had been over for a very long time when we started this show. This is true. This is true. But before we we get into the 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 long and the short and the nature of the show please uh please know that there is some p's and q's we got to go over first. absolutely a bit of a disclaimer we do not work in the sex industry or for the brothels in any way shape form or fashion we're not hired by anybody therefore we are not here to promote no we are not here to encourage no we are not here to direct you to no we are not here in any way shape form or fashion lighting the way or declaring right or wrong about the existence of nevada brothels we are simply here to educate inform and entertain yes and you are all consent adults so you decide to make up your own decisions do whatever you want leave us out of it but uh yeah we have a very interesting show for you today because we are going to get on the the darker side of things we're gonna we're yes uh you know i have i have promised right from the start that we would look at the good the bad and the ugly and we are gonna look at one of the uglies this week which is what i term the lamar odom incident now for those, I I just I assume Larry, you know who Lamar Odom is. He is a he is a sports figure. Yes, he is a professional uh, basketball player, or was a uh, professional basketball player. Um, spent time with the Los Angeles Lakers and the Clippers and any number of other uh, teams over the time that uh, over his career. Now, how long was his career? Well, it spanned uh, from '99 to 2014. He had a healthy career. That's he did. 15 years of playing ball. He did, and it was uh, his um, the last year though was overseas. I don't know how much you would count basketball overseas. Did he as, play professionally? Uh, it was. It Anything, was a professional it, team. It, it, it doesn't matter. See, my my frame of mind is if somebody is paying you to perform a sport mm-hmm. or perform. If somebody's paying you to perform, you're a professional. And and you know he did. Uh, he does have a bronze medal from uh, Athens for the Summer Olympics. Yeah, uh, as part of that team. Because the the, the and, 
And again, the other thing is like, yeah, you're playing professionally because you're getting paid, but then there's the level of professionalism as far as your paycheck goes. Yeah. Now, I, I will say this. I, I have I want to preface this conversation by saying I've never met Lamar. No, we are not burying the and individual. I, I am not here to bury him at all. This now, is not what this is about. Now, when people hear us say the term burying, we are not here to put him down. We're yes. not here to insult him. We are not here to make him seem lesser than... Um, Not at all. I, I you the know, incident involving. Let's let's just say this. I think the one of the reasons I wanted to discuss this is because I think Lamar stands as not only an example of what not to do. Yes, but also it was an example of a major mistake made by one of the brothels. Well, what? And I find that that's an important thing to note because it, if you forget that. It tends to repeat itself, and that's a bad thing. Well, uh, what year did this happen? Uh, the actual event? Yes. Um, that would be... Hang on one second here. I'm just scrolling to that. I've got notes here, folks, that I'm using because, you know, obviously it makes sense to do so. Um, I want to say that was 20... That's my problem is I'm trying to remember if it was 2014 or 2015, and I'm, I know I'm blanking on the year. Okay, so if it was 20... 14, it was right before he went to Europe to play ball. Let me see here. I think it was 2015, if I recall correctly. I will be with you in just... Oh, there it is. Here we go. Yes, uh, uh, October of 2015. Okay. Oh, well, that's sort of an appropriate thing, yeah. isn't it? October 2015. So that happened about seven years ago. Yeah, so... Um, the other thing that that, that uh, Lamar was known for is Lamar was married to one of the Kardashian people. Oh, he was married to Chloe uh, for a period of years, uh, married her in 2009. And at the time of his of this incident, they were separated, but not divorced. OK. And to, you know, people talk a lot of nonsense about the Kardashians. And well, well, people talk a lot of nonsense about rock stars, well, too, yeah, and wrestlers and what we're about to. But I want to point something out because I think this is. I think, if nothing else, it goes to show the quality of human that, that Chloe was. And I'm sure there are people that will disagree with me on this. But when she was notified about what happened, uh, they suspended all divorce hearings and anything else until he was back on his feet. She actually worked to try and get him healthy and get him out of the hospital and everything. Well, that's the that, that, you know, quality. Yeah, I was going to say, despite everything else, you know, you hear so many negative things yeah. about the Kardashian women. I thought that mentioning something positive was a, a worthwhile thing well, to do. Well, yeah, that's that, that's genuine. I mean, you know, sometimes romantic relationships don't last, but you still want the person to be healthy and okay. Yeah. Well, let's let's just say this. So let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, let's get into this. You know, I think Lamar represents, uh, like a lot of professional athletes, they come from a background where they did not grow up, you know, rich or well, anything of when, the sort. When I say, uh, when we're talking about athletes and I say, you know, the rock star mentality. Mm -hmm. Again, most rock stars that you know did not grow up rich, lived in the one room apart, right. waiting for their break. And Lamar's big break was he's apparently one hell of an athlete. Yeah, absolutely. And that enabled him to go to the big time. Yeah. And he made a lot of money. Um, he went on to have three children. You know, uh, he had 
I guess it's uh, two daughters and a son, as I'm looking at here, with a former girlfriend before he got with Chloe. Okay. And um, uh, unfortunately, um, went through some tragedy in the early 2000s. Uh, his six and a half month old uh, died from SIDS. Ooh. So, you know, you start taking that, and of course, then the two of them separate. And um, it was, I guess, really not that long thereafter when you think about it, because, you know, that happens in 06. And in 09, he is at that point married to Chloe. Yeah, we're just giving you some background information and, before we get to the key. Well, yeah, because I think. You know, now, you know, when he marries Chloe, he goes from being, I mean, he's in one spotlight, but now, my God, you know, the Kardashians have been under a microscope ever since the OJ trial. I mean, so this is not a new thing for them, but he is now, it's not just the sports community looking at him. It's everybody. And now he's on the E, the, the, the Kardashian show on E and it's and all the TMZ other things. And is up in your business. Absolutely. And, and it is in this process um that they indeed uh separate and so on and so forth and um he's he's have, having trouble with alcohol at the time and okay, so on so and so forth okay so he has substance abuse issues yeah there's a DUI uh leading up to all of this so Lamar is not in good shape at the time our incident occurs. That's okay. really what we're getting into. Okay. So we have somebody who's not at the pinnacle health. They've got substance abuse issues. They aren't in the right frame of mind. Correct. They're probably severely depressed over everything that's happening. Absolutely. And trying to, and they're going about making themselves feel better in the wrong way. Right. So this leads us to. Our story and where we're at. There's your background. Lamar, and I do not know when in the process this starts because, of course, everyone's very quiet about when a celebrity goes to brothels. Okay. okay? Now, now I'm going – during this conversation, I will periodically um, pause Jim so we can get you know more insight mm -hmm. and detail of what should have happened as opposed yeah. to what didn't. So it – Hang on, folks. This is going to well, be an interesting well, ride. Well, he, he, before this event happens, he has been to this brothel before, is okay. what I'm getting at. So he's the, the, they have knowledge of him and what his yes. likes and dislikes are. And, and he's got he, a couple of girls that he likes spending time with, specifically and, the, these two that he likes. And he's got their phone number, so he probably... Okay, take us through the process. Okay, so at the time, um, this is... Right at the height, really, of Dennis Hoff's dominance, if you will, as a brothel owner in the state of Nevada. He, at this point, owns the Bunny Ranch. He owns the Love Ranch North. He owns the Kit Kat, the Sagebrush. Those are also up north. And then down south, he owns the Alien Cat House and the house in question known as the Love Ranch. Inside a year, Dennis will be dead. Inside a year, Dennis will die in the same room that Lamar ODs in. Okay. All right. All right. So now that, now Lamar has been there before. Allow me to explain a little bit about the Love Ranch because for our, our fans who've never been there and don't know what this is. The Love Ranch is a brothel that sits on the opposite side of the town of Pahrump. 
Now, historically, I've discussed the Chicken Ranch, and we've mentioned Sherry's Ranch. They are on the other side of town. Okay. So the reason I bring this up is that they're accessible from different directions. On one side of Vegas, you would take one route to get to the two houses we've talked about. You would go from the other side of Vegas along a different route past Ely State Prison to get to where the Love Ranch is. Okay. Now, um, before you can, have you been to this place? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I've so, partied there. So I've, you've, you've, okay. That's, yeah, that's so, all we needed to know. Yeah. So, um, Dennis, when he got this house, originally it was a place known as the. Um, I believe it was the Cherry Patch. Yes. The Cherry Patch Ranch is what it had been for years and years and years and years and years. Dennis, I mean, completely renovate. I mean, it was it was taken from a dump into something very special. So he gutted it. And oh, oh, my my. It The place was just gave it a transition. Yeah. I mean, what Dennis what Dennis does when he takes over some places, he creates his own image there. And it's, it was a spectacular building, spectacular facility, but because this was not up North where Dennis is located, where his home is, what he did was at one of the, at one end of the one wing of the brothel, he built a suite, a large suite that was Dennis's suite. Okay. So this when he was in town, suite, he would have a place to go. This private suite is his private home away from home. It's also, when I was given my original tour of the place, which would have been about a year or so before this incident, um, I was told that this room was also used when celebrity friends would show up. So Dennis, I have to assume, knows Lamar. Okay. Okay. He's been to the ranch before. He spends money. He spends a lot of money while he's there. He has the money to spend. So when Lamar arrives, he is taken in through a back door. He is taken to his room. Regular people do not see him. Okay. Which you, from what you told us before. Uh, is the standard in practice. Yeah. General population doesn't really mix with the celebrities, probably because the celebrities are spending way, way more money than uh, the general population. Unless the celebrities want to. Uh, nope. There are, I have been to a couple of parties that Dennis has had over the years, and I have met celebrities there. Oh, wonderful. So, you know, some don't care. So it just depends on who it happens well, to be. Well, you're a celebrity in your own right, too, Jim. Well, I wouldn't go that far. But <laughs> in any case, um, so on this occasion, Lamar is brought into the house. He's going to be there for an extended period of time. He has bags with him. Normal practice at any brothel I've ever been to, including the ones owned by Dennis, when I've shown up, as you know, I've talked about the fact that I bring a bag with me that has... Anything I might need while I'm there. Toiletries. Yes, that sort of thing. And that bag has all has been searched probably a hundred times. You know, over <laughs> yeah. the years at different houses, going with different girls, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. To make sure security they... always checks the bags. And they are checking those bags for anything that could possibly hurt the girls, which could be a weapon of some kind. It also could be drugs. And they're very concerned about drugs because if the brothel gets caught with drugs, they'll lose their license. So it behooves the brothels to make sure that they intercept any of that nonsense before anything happens. You know, it's funny. They'll take the drugs from you and they'll just a lighthearted comment. Mm -hmm. um, they'll take the drugs from you and they will take the weapons from you. But if you bring in, you know, 
a deck of cards and some dice and gamble with the lady, then that's perfectly okay. Uh, I wouldn't go that far either. Oh, really? Oh, no, 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 no. So there's no gambling allowed. You're not going to, no, you're not, you're not there to gamble. I know you're not there. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah, no. (laughs) You're there for. You don't have a gaming license. You're not going to initiate a gambling Uh, game. Oh, I thought uh, thought you were there for punch and pie. No, yeah, no, if you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you you can't do that. But. um, Well, you mean you can't sit there with the with the girl in her room and play some cards? I suppose if that's what you want to pay for. Yeah. Yeah, that you could do. Then you could gamble. Well, okay, but I, I don't think she's going to put any money on. Oh, obviously not. She's there to make money, not lose it. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Um, so in any case, the first failure in this instance is for whatever reason. His bags weren't searched. His bags were not searched. Now, I don't know, and I never had the chance to ask Dennis whether or not this was standard in practice with a celebrity that they didn't search bags, whether it was, well, it's Lamar. He's been here before. We trust him. Uh, whether it was security giving the guy a pass because it was Lamar and he should have checked it and security made a boo-boo. I have no idea why, but ultimately... There was incompetence. There was a major mistake made. His bag went from the outside. Yeah, there was there, there was a major mistake when his bag went from the outside of the building to the inside of the mm-hmm. building. There are two ladies that he has been spending time with over this weekend that he's there. Um, one was named Cherry, the other Madison. I have no idea what their real names were. It doesn't matter. Um, they spent some time with him. As I understand it, he went to go to sleep. They went to roust him, however long later. And when they knocked at the door, there was no answer. After a while, they became concerned. And so, of course, security goes in to check on him. And at that time, they find him uh, unconscious uh just laying there and now you know calamity ensues was he frothing at the mouth was he showing signs of od was his eyes rolled back into his head none of that has ever been made clear to me or or to the public i don't know the condition of him at the time they discovered him other than he was unresponsive well uh i because i'm familiar with how ODs are handled mm-hmm. and the process of an OD, I would be willing to bet that he probably was foaming at the mouth. His eyes were rolled back of his head and he was probably lucky he didn't swallow his tongue. Yeah. Well, possibly. Now what they did discover is that he had been using cocaine for a period of time. And this of course is the source of the OD at the time. Oh, he's, he's, he's trying to, trying to feel better about uh, himself. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, you know, we have moved from alcohol to cocaine. This is where we're not, definitely not moving in a good direction here uh, for Lamar. And ultimately, they make the call. They make the emergency call. Now, at this point, uh, you know, they send the the ambulance. And it's interesting to note that the the ambulances in Pahrump are provided by taxes. Paid for by the Nevada brothel system. By the brothel system which is what then he can credit saving his life to because otherwise they wouldn't have ambulances in Pahrump. So it's very, very nice that Lamar Odom probably paid for the ambulance. (laughs) In a manner of speaking. Yes. Um, So at this point, you know, they take him to a medical facility. Um, He is suffering from at that time from kidney failure. He has several heart attacks. There's 12 strokes. Jeez. 
He is uh, he uh, he's comatose. He was placed on life support, um, eventually regaining consciousness. From there, he was transferred from Los Angeles or from Las Vegas to Los Angeles. And uh, at that point, this is where in the whole process, uh, Chloe withdrew her request for divorce uh, so that she could assist him in making medical decisions during his recovery and stayed with him until that was done and then went through with the divorce. So, again, credit where credit is due yeah. for somebody that doesn't get a lot of credit for doing smart things or good things. Um, that was a very, very kind thing. She wanted him to be of sound body and mind to sign divorce papers. Yeah, yeah. The good news is Lamar recovers from yes. this and lives to tell the tale. And uh, For good or bad. Yes. Twelve strokes. Yeah. Can you imagine? And, you know, this is – but this is where the conversation takes an interesting turn because at this point – you know, people start to question just how did this happen? You know, there's a period of time where investigations are going on. They closed they closed the ranch for, I believe it was several days while they're doing the well, investigation. The county eventually decides that the ranch holds no liability here. Yeah. They were not punished or anything. But, you know. They still closed for several days, which means people weren't making money. Right. Be, be, well, because, it, I mean, a, a man almost died yeah. there. And, he, and, and given who he was, they were going to have to do an investigation. Oh, no, no. It, they needed to know where the drugs came from, right. ultimately. And you know, they determined that he did bring the drugs into the facility himself, that nobody there provided them. And that was the question, I'm sure, at the time. Well, I'm sure that was probably the biggest question that they had. It's like, did they have these waiting for you? Did you have a mule? Mm -hmm. did, did, what was going on? But certainly it was a black eye yeah. for Dennis. Um in an, in an otherwise fairly quiet, I mean, Dennis tends to try to avoid controversy whenever possible, but, you know, at that time, that one kicked him right in the teeth. And ultimately, you know, the whole incident comes down to one mistake, which was that the bags weren't checked. Yeah, that's a security and risk. And like I said, given the fact that I partied in that house, with my had my bag checked by security that I know that that was a standard in practice that Dennis had. And in fact, I, at the Bunny Ranch, same thing. Same thing. There, There's not a time where my bag wasn't searched. So I don't, again, I don't know where the failure took place, but ultimately Lamar almost lost his life as a result. Now, what they would have done in his case had they opened the bags and found the substance, I don't know. Well, Mike, I, I have... A few questions. I'll try to answer. Naturally, them. Yeah. I'm going to have questions. Based off of what you told me and uh, uh, and the audience about what happened when he got to the hospital, mm -hmm. makes you really wonder how much drugs he had. Yeah, because well, and my, one of the other questions I have is were the girls doing it with him? That was my second question because no one seems to know that that was never talked about or whatever, and I don't know that the girls were even. Subject to a test at that point or not? I well, I, there there leads the other question: Did the girls know that he had drugs to begin with? The claim was no. However, given the amount that he had and the amount he had in his system, I failed to believe that that during the party 
Yeah. If they're partying down and drinking and everything else, and this is this is where I'm getting at. Was he getting up every five minutes to go to the bathroom to blow his nose? Uh, well, uh, or, or, or alternatively, did he have a, a lump of cocaine sitting there on the table that they're? Did you not hear what I just said? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's, and I guess that's so he really was blowing his nose right in front of him. Right, room. and that's and that's been my thing the whole time with this with this thing was that it was swept under the rug very very convincingly, but. I fail to believe that these women did not know what was going on. And and I have a real hard time believing that they didn't participate there on is... the basis that, like you're saying, I mean, look, both you and I have been around. Uh, we're not we're not children. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and we have. I know a thing or two about a thing or two because I've right. either been, or I either did it myself or have seen other people do it, which is why I have this huge question on, like, you know, that did he have, he must have had a midnight express worth of cocaine well, and on that's, him. That's my point, is that he had to have a cocaine bag. Yeah. Like, he must there, have. There. And, then, and then on top of that, you know, if he had that much of it, you know he didn't bring that much to do himself. No, he was, he was probably sharing, and if he did share, because... I, I don't know. I wasn't there. Mm-mm. And again, this is all speculation. Yeah, I wasn't there either. I am speculating. But again, I, but when I said you and I have been around, we've both been around enough to know that cocaine is a party drug. Oh, very much so. You're yes. not taking you don't take cocaine. Most of the time, people in a in a setting where there's more than one person are not going, excuse me, will I go take my cocaine? No, they're bringing it out and saying, hey, would you like some cocaine? Yes. Because the whole idea <laughs> is exactly. everyone's getting getting that was very, messed up together. That was very Disney of you to put it well, that way. Well, <laughs> it was like, yeah, would you yeah. like some cocaine? I mean, realistically, but 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 what I'm saying makes sense. I mean, oh, there's, yeah. uh, there's nobody listening out there that, that's ever been subjected to saying, why is there a big pile of powder on sitting on that table that hasn't that hasn't then been like hey you want some want to do a line no i'm good i don't want to i don't wish to do you know what i mean like we've all many of us have been there especially if we grew up in the 80s oh very much so i mean it just it is what it is so to suggest that this guy didn't have a mirror in the room and a credit card out that he's you know that he probably ran for the party in the first place probably that he is now you know carving up lines with uh, you know i mean Come on now. But, yeah, uh, and, and I had a point that I wanted to make, and I totally forgot what it was. But, yeah, we have been around plenty to realize that this is, uh, again, this is all speculation. And giving these ladies the benefit of the doubt, uh, let's say they weren't partying. Now, let's, yeah, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. He didn't pull it out during the party. Or he did, and they said, well, you know, now might be a good time for us to excuse ourselves. We'll see you later. You know, yeah, they but certainly still, why would you just and, and that's that is one thing that, that how deep in his depression was he that he was just sitting there by himself doing line after line after line. Or did he? Or did he? Hmm. Who's to say? Who's to say who's to say something didn't happen? And the girls thought it best just to walk away and let somebody find him later i mean that is an enormous accusation that i'm is, making and i would pray that that did not happen that is really really but, speculative but it is certain but it is it's certainly but but it is certainly i don't know again i don't know that is a very <clears throat> valid question because let, let's say you're sitting there and okay this crazy I, I, yeah he falls over and you're like what now all right 
first uh, we we haven't bring cocaine into the uh, into the brothel. Mm-hmm. So already one standard is out the window. Right now we've got girls parting with somebody that they either know, and if he's if he's already familiar with these, even girls, if they didn't participate in it. They know he's got it. He's got it. They also are very familiar with his attributes and his gait because mm-hmm. it's just something that you you realize when you and I are hanging out and everything's cool. We know. We know. But if something's wrong, we know immediately. We know immediately. So here again, you know something within two seconds. Yeah. So these ladies would know within two seconds if he was like. I mean, uh, they were having sex with the guy. I mean, yeah, they you know. On so so certainly something had to have been off. And the question becomes, you know, how far along off was he at the time that they left him? You know, you, you like to hope that the police did a great investigation mm-hmm. and you'd like to hope that uh, they discovered everything that needed to be discovered. But let's also keep in mind that the first responder community in Nevada benefits from the existence of the brothels. Yes. Financially. Dennis has a lot of money. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Uh, he this greased, guy, he greased some palms. He 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 would have had to. Let's let's also consider for a moment that Lamar is a man of color who has just been with two white working women. The police show up. He's OD'd. Great, we got a druggie here. Uh, who cares? Mm. How much of that attitude leaks into it from law enforcement? Well, law enforcement is also being paid for by the Nevada brothel system. And again, you know, you, you start running these questions and things. This is why I said this subject becomes a very ugly one. Well, yeah. The- because you don't know exactly what happened. And it was kept. It was, well, okay, it was an accident. And he accidentally OD'd. And, you know, we're just, that. that's that. And it was all over before it started. And you were sort of like, wait a minute. Uh. <laughs> well, again, we we go back to the fact that the standard was not upheld, mm-hmm. and these women, if they knew that he had drugs or drugs in his system or were doing drugs with him, had an obligation to go up to Dennis and go, "Look, this guy's got this. He needs to get out of here. You need to figure out something." Well, Dennis wasn't even there at the time. He well, was he was actually up north. The but madam. Yes, they could have. They could have. Should have gone to the shift manager. The madam. Somebody. Uh, and, and, you know, and interestingly enough, there's there's precedent for this in another house. Um, as a matter of fact, it was Sherry's. Uh, I remember one of the girl or one of the girls took a customer back to their room and he. The story goes slipped something into her drink. Now, whether oh. or not she took it willingly or not, who the hell knows? But something went haywire and she was able to they hit the alert button and all hell broke loose. And of course, by the time they get there, she's borderline unconscious and everything else. And security grabs him. What did you give her? What did he, he's refusing to tell them? That guy went to jail. Clearly, you know, that guy went to jail and, and the house dealt with matters very, very quickly. And th- thankfully the girl was not harmed. She was okay. But, uh, you know, here again, there is an experience that, you know, dangerous things can occur, but, you know the, how the, the how the house handles it, and how they intervene, and what actually happens as part of that story, sort of makes you realize that, like in that instance, for it, obviously the house had nothing to do with it, wasn't complicit. The girl was in trouble. They everyone did everything they were supposed to do to resolve that situation. But 
you know, because that guy had it on his person, not in a bag. You know, they couldn't search the guy necessarily. They're well, not. They're not police. Well, there are so many red flags with the Odom story. Yeah, is, and that's and that's what I get to which is, is a that tragedy, and which is why it's such a such a, an ugly story for the for the system because it really was a black eye on a community that works that for most places and most houses work so hard to put forth a great image. Like, you know, you go to a place like Sherry's or a place like the Mustang ranch, uh, you know, Lance, the owner, you know, out there, he, you know, they, they put so much effort into trying to make sure everything's on the up and up and that they're doing business correctly. And then something like this happens at another house. Well, again, you, 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 know? you, you can't control somebody's free will. Cause no, he, he, no. he willingly, and, and not to, because the the guy kind of already like you know was going through a rough pet he was going through a divorce he was depressed sure he, he was doing drugs he wanted to go somewhere else and, and get some more levity or probably feel some sort of connection with somebody so he goes to this the, this house he does him in mm-hmm. the worst possible way yeah which brings almost dies which brings unwanted attention to the community you were talking about. And we're left with questions and not a whole lot of answers other than everybody turned out to be okay at the end of this. Yeah, and that really leads us to our conclusion, which is, thankfully, it was a cheat mistake because Lamar's still alive. Nobody died. Um, But it very easily could have had uh, the opposite ending. Yeah. So don't bring drugs to brothels, people. No, don't do that. Matter mm-hmm. fact, don't do dr- illegal drugs at all, please. Don't don't do that. Don't, yeah, don't yeah. get yourself into something like cocaine or heroin or crack or whatever yeah, else. Yeah. Don't don't, don't do methamphetamines. Well, yeah. it, it, don't do anything that's not prescribed to you. Yeah. Let's just, yeah. Let, let's yeah. leave it with that. If yeah. it's not prescribed to you, don't do it. Yes. Unless, like, it's it 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 it, it, it cannot kill you at all. Yeah. Due to an overdose. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you, you and if you are having problems, whether it be an addiction somebody. or emotional or whatever, please get help. Please make a phone call. There are plenty of free hotlines out there. Please utilize them. Please get help. Uh, we, we want everyone still here. Yeah, and if, if you are in a serious way, the biggest thing that you can do is get a hold of somebody. Absolutely. And if that person's not there, call somebody else. Yes. And if that and, person's not there... Call somebody else. And for and for men especially that are in this situation where they're very depressed or whatever, please remember that a prostitute uh, is not your therapy. No. They go find a a licensed therapist, uh, you know, who can prescribe something for you rather than trying to self medicate with alcohol or what have you. Uh, you know, get help. Don't yeah. don't don't do that. That's not help. You know what? Some of the best uh, some of the best prescription uh, is talking. Just yeah. talk it out with somebody. Absolutely. And, and, you know, find a friend. And if you need friends but want to be uh, anonymous, yes. we are going to let you know where you can get a hold of us. Mm-hmm. If you go to Behind the Red Light at 702 at gmail.com, you can leave us a friendly message. You can ask us anything you want to. Um, if you're if you're feeling sad and upset, we get that. But if you want to ask us a question that's happy and excitable, like what really happens at parties? I mean, is there a pinata? You know, do you have cake and ice cream? Is there pin the tail on the doggy? Leave us a question. We'll try pin to pin the tail on something. Well, we'll try to. Uh, 
answer uh, answer your question. Oh, Jim's all about pinning stuff mm. on stuff. But if you want to be a little bit more open about the community that you're a part of, Jim has a way to let you know about that. Absolutely. Social media is a thing, and it's a thing for Behind the Red Light. If you go to the Book of Faces, you can find us at Behind the Red Light, and you'll see a beautiful little image of a silhouette of a beautiful woman in neon. By all means, like the page. Join us in the community. Send us a message. Uh, share us what have you and make sure when you're listening to us to hit that download button that's what makes it count for us on a listen we're trying to build our audience and we thank you all very very much for all the downloads and the subscriptions and the support that you have given us and we will be back next week what our topic is we don't know yet it hasn't been discussed correct but nevertheless we're going to be ready for it. Yes. From Larry, Jim, from Jim, Larry, have a pleasant day, everybody. We'll see you.